Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle.
the whole restaurant was full. People were eating. Take away. Serve yourself. What do they call it? Buffet. And I'm watching them and oh, look, Jack. Omudidi. Some are swimming. You get into the plane. Airplanes are full. Booked to capacity. Hotels, you can't get reservations. Virus cannot take over our world. A virus can never take our world. L- listen, the only place the virus can take is the church. This virus, if there is a place it will take, is the church. It's the Christians who are worried about virus. If I go to church, the virus will attack me. And people are lying in their homes. And they are saying they are going to do online. Have they told you that football, they cannot watch it online? But they want to go. They want to go. They are sitting in the plane. And I'm like, so, are they not scared? They will wear their mask there in the places. They are not thinking about when it's going to end. You know what, you know what they decided? We are going to go about our lives, virus or no virus. That is what the world has decided. And so Jesus is telling the disciples, don't spend all your time thinking about when all this is going to end. You will receive power and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea, in Samaria, and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. And the pandemic has come. Some of you have lost things. Some have lost relatives. Some have lost their jobs. Others have lost their accommodation. People have lost a lot of things in the midst of this pandemic. And they are believing God for restoration. But I came here to tell somebody something today. that Whether that thing is restored or not, there is something better than what you lost. And what is better than what you lost is the power of the Holy Ghost. That this is the dispensation and the season where the power of the Holy Ghost is coming upon you. And God has earmarked this season for you to be more anointed than you've ever been anointed before to be more blessed than you've ever been blessed before and the one that can shout the loudest shout the blessing of God is upon you in the name of Jesus listen he said but you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be my witnesses. So you see, you receive and you become. And today I'm going to be talking about this explosion of the Holy Ghost that is coming upon us. It's an explosion that is coming about because we will receive and we shall become. You will receive the power of the Holy Ghost and you will become. You will receive power and you will become. And after you have become, you will explode in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and onto the uttermost parts of the earth. As I was meditating on what I was coming to minister today, all I could see is that people should get ready for a transfiguration, transformation, and metamorphosis. You, you know, you are going to be changed. You, you are going to become a different person altogether. You are going to change. I was just looking at her, we were just talking. She didn't know what was going on in my mind. But I told myself, no, definitely, surely. I must have transformed. I must have changed. This is not me. It's almost as if I used to be a grass cutter. 
and I became an elephant. It's almost as if I used to be a caterpillar and I became an eagle. I, I was sitting there and I'm watching my, my wife and we are talking and, I, and I'm looking at where we are, where we are going and I'm looking at the future and I'm looking at where God has brought us to and this is not even just the end and I'm looking at where we are going and I'm saying no, no I must have changed something I must have received something and I must have become another man to, in order to explode I'm saying to somebody today you are going to receive the anointing you are going to receive the spirit of God and you are going to become another man if any man is in Christ he's a new creature then all things are passed away and behold things behold all things are becoming new I become new. Now, look at this. Look at this. Stand here and look at yourself well. And be honest with yourself. When you were in primary school, before you got born again, is that the same person standing here? Before you gave your life to Christ, before you got filled with the Holy Ghost, tell me the truth. Were you the same man standing here? boy you received the holy ghost you became another man and i can tell you this you are be about to become another man again and become another woman again you are about to go through another cycle of transformation watch this watch this watch this a, a virus appeared and they call it coronavirus before we realize he said there's a variant called the delta and before we realize, another variant called the Lambda. And we don't know whether one day there will be an Omega variant. Or a Beta variant. But I'm telling you, if a virus can change, and a virus can mutate, you also can change. You also can mutate. You also will become another man. You know the thing the devil doesn't know? The devil doesn't know that just as the virus was changing, you also are changing. Now, the virus changes in order that our medications and our vaccines cannot destroy it. But the devil doesn't also know that you have also changed to the extent where the virus cannot destroy you and the effect of the virus cannot destroy you. And that economies will go down, but you will remain standing. I came to declare to somebody right now that you are more than a conqueror and that no weapon of the enemy that is formed against you will prosper. If you can clap your hands and scream, the blessing of God is upon you. So he said, but you shall receive power. After that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you will be my witnesses. You shall receive and you will be. There is a story about a young man in the Bible who received and became. I could talk about the day of Pentecost. But today I don't want to talk about the day of Pentecost. I just want to talk about this young man called Saul. We all know that later on he became King Saul. This was the one who prophesied. And they said, is Saul also among the prophets? And the man is looking for his father's donkeys. If he's looking for his father's donkeys, it presupposes that the, past, the, the young man had something to do with that business that his father was doing. 
And the man is keeping his father. The, the father says, go look for my donkeys. The donkeys are lost. And some of you have lost some things in the midst of the pandemic. Some of you have lost jobs. Some of you have lost houses. Some of you have lost, have lost relatives. Some have even lost their marriages. Some marriages are gone. And you are worried about the things you have lost. And you are now asking God, when am I going to get a restoration? When am I going to get a breakthrough? When am I going to receive a restoration of the things in my life? And Saul was looking for donkeys. He found himself in the presence of a prophet. And what he wanted the prophet to do was for the prophet to tell him where he will find the things that were lost. And someone is in love revolution of 2021 and saying, Father, I have lost some things during the COVID pandemic. How am I going to get the restoration? The Lord is saying, the thing you are looking for has been found already. I like what Samuel told Saul. Samuel said, Saul, the donkeys you are looking for have been found already. Your job has been found already. Your work has been, oh Jesus, come on somebody, clap your hands and praise. You know, because sometimes... The things you are worried about have been taken care of. Close, and I went home. And as soon as I landed home, I called um, Brother Peter. Brother Peter Adongo was with me and Brother Joshua Nube. And I called him and I mentioned the name of a young man who lost his job some, some months ago. And I said, Peter and um, George, this young man lost his job some time ago. And I've been watching him. Instead of getting Peter angry, talking about the whole talking around the whole place and getting angry i've seen the young man still serving god i told him i said peter i want you and george to meet gabriel agambila a gabriel asumboya and i need you to make a plan and in the next one week before this convention is over we must find this guy a job we must find him a job to do. the thing you are worried about god has fixed it already if you can focus on the right thing focus on the things you are supposed to do and stop all the anxiety and the fretting and sometimes even rebelling against god so here is here is Saul. he goes to the prophet and he's assuming he knows the thing more than the prophet your biggest problem is that sometimes you sit in front of the specialist and you think you know what you are talking about more than he knows i have met some kind of um and some, some people sit in front of me with inuric um, ideas. And then when they, when they are talking about a big problem, and I say, this is not a problem, they look at me and they say, Daddy, you don't understand what I'm going through. And I'm looking at this inuric tendency. You, you mean you are going through something I don't understand at my age? Do you know what we have seen and we are still standing here? Do you know what we've seen and we are still saying that no weapon formed against us will prosper? Do you know what we have been through and we are saying that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world? Do you know what we have been through and we are saying whatsoever is born of God overcome the world and this is our victory that overcomes the world even our faith. Do you know what we have been through and we are saying that in all these things we are more than conquerors. Come on somebody clap your hands and praise the name. Of Jesus. So here is the young man Saul, and Saul gets to um, I'm starting from verse number one, and Saul gets to, to Samuel, and the Bible says Samuel took a vial of oil. <laughs> Sometimes you don't need money, all you need is some oil. 
Odi otena sofo ni ma sika na hope. Sika. Some of you think money is everything. How much can they give you? What you need is this. I knew, I knew a young man some time ago, anytime I went to preach and I'm with a young man, when I'm leaving to come back home, I give the young man maybe 500 Ghana cities, 1,000 Ghana cities. I give him money, 500, 1,000. One day the young man got to me and told me, Daddy, don't give me money again. Don't give me money again. I'm okay. Just pray for me. And I started praying for him. The other day, I, I had a problem that was going to cost me $7,000. This same man went and paid. You know what? When oil comes upon you, you don't receive money. You make money. Listen. Money in your hand can lengthen your journey of becoming who you should be. Yeah. And sometimes it can even abort your destiny. Go and ask Judas Iscariot. There's money in this world you don't chop. Yeah. When he came to the prophet, the prophet didn't give him donkeys. The prophet didn't give him money. The prophet took a vial of oil. And poured it upon his head. In this period of the corona, don't think about the donkey. Don't think about money. Don't think about job. Don't think about the house. You know what you should be thinking about? Oil. Now, so they came to Samuel and they, they, they were looking for lost donkey. Just like in the pandemic, people are looking for lost jobs, lost marriage, lost business, lost house, lost that, lost money, lost this. And, and the Bible said the man of God took a, a, a vial of oil and poured it upon his head and kissed him and said, is it not because the Lord has anointed you to be captain over his inheritance? Listen, I see oil coming on you. That will make you a captain. You are about to become the captain of your family, the captain of your nation, the captain of a continent, the of an entire region that is what you are about to come he said the Lord has anointed you to be captain over his inheritance can you imagine this young man had no idea what was coming he has never thought about it before nobody had discussed it with him before verse 2 now let me show you the journey to an explosive anointing because King Saul's anointing was explosive. When the man exploded and began to prophesy with the company of the prophets, they asked a the question, is Saul also among the prophets? And Samuel told him at the end of the prophecy, he said, and when you go and the spirit comes upon you, you will do as the occasion serves you. In other words, some anointing is going to come upon you, blastonimiyad. 
And I want to show you the journey to the anointing. You see, the anointing is a journey. And Pastor Mike, what young people who have the opportunity to be anointed don't understand? Let me tell you a secret, Chris. When I look at my age today, I am very sad. Because I wish I knew what I know today about the anointing when I was 30 years. The Bible said when the Holy Ghost came upon Jesus, he began to be 30, not he began to be 60. <laughs> when anointing is looking for a vessel, an anointing without regret is around 30 years. But when you are receiving a strong anointing, when you are 60, 61, 62, like me, the anointing will make you sad. And that's because, Pastor Chris, anointing number, oh, Yehoah, I'm about to get some people lost here. <laughs> yeah. Anointing number, so a pedal into a certain realm. When the anointing comes upon you, you cease to be earthly and you become heavenly. So John the Baptist talked about that which is earthy speaks of the earth and the one that is heavenly speaks of heaven. So when you are anointed at a certain level, your mind is heavenly. Everything about you is in the spirit. That is how if you watch very anointed people, when they are walking around the flesh, they get very frustrated. Because you see, everything about them is the spirit. Everything about them is the spirit. So, something is about to happen to Saul. The anointing is a journey. Get it when you are younger. Get it when you are younger. Now, let me show you the journey. He said, when you have departed from me, today you are going to leave me right now when, when you depart from me so when you depart from love revolution 2021 when you depart from me when you depart from me when you depart from me you will find two men by Rachel Sepulchre you know what if you want the anointing the, the first thing is to die you can never get the true anointing without dying and he met two men at Rachel Sepulchre because there are two deaths you must die before you ever meet the anointing. Two deaths you must die. One of them is to die to the old man and the other one is to die to the self. Many of you have died to the old man. When you die to the old man, you are born again. But when you die to the self, you kill something about your life. You kill an idea, you kill an ambition, you kill a desire, you kill an ambition of something you wanted to become in order to become that thing God wants you to become. Now, so, the first thing you meet if you want an anointing is to come to a sepulcher. You, you, don't, you don't get to the throne. Where the, so now, the, the man calls King Saul. He sat on the throne. The man had a crown on his head. But before he got to the throne, he got to a sepulcher first. A cemetery. Graveyard. And at the graveyard, you are going to meet two men. 
And the two men represent the two deaths. You die before you get to the anointing. One of them is dead to sin. You are dead to sin. You are dead to the old man. But there are some other things too, which are not sin, but God wants you to die to them. Listen to me. I'm standing here because I'm dead to some things. Pastor Dan, over the past three weeks, where I have gone and come back here, many people, when they go, they don't return. No, 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 no. Jack, nice buildings, nice roads. We entered a hotel room. I looked at it. I told mommy, I said, Chai! <laughs> but you know what? Also, who? And me who? When I came to Accra and I lay in my room, I told mommy, I said, Pearl, this place is nicer than all the hotel rooms. No, you dash me America today, I won't stay there. Dash me Britain. I don't want it. Give me visa free of charge. Go and stay in where is another nice part of the world? America, Britain, Germany. And become burger with your belt here. Or go to Dubai. Dubai. Dubai bar. Not in Dubai. I'm an Akoma. <laughs> Dubai means take a Duba, Kakoma. It doesn't mean stay there. <laughs> By the grace of God, I'm dead to them. You see, you see, now, every man of God is different. Every man of God is different. Me, if you come to, to me today and tell me you want, to, you want to give me doctorate degree, I won't collect it. I don't need it. You tell me you want to consecrate me as a bishop. You are wasting your time. I better carry umbrella on my head than to take that thing and plant it on my head. It doesn't. I don't want to be a bishop. I don't want to be a doctor. I want to just be brother Isu. I want to be pastor Isu. This is what I want to be. It is not a temptation. You know what? I am dead to some things. And that's because the older I grow, the more I see his coming is getting closer. And the more I know that you know what, no matter what I have in this world, and no matter where I am in this world, one day I will die and leave it. <laughs> Listen. Listen. No spirit of a human being will appear in heaven. And they say, doctor, you are welcome. <laughs> Whoa. Who do have it? Now angel say, doctor. You see, Francis said, on a bad day, they maybe say, Fran. <laughs> but you know what? I'm growing older. The anointing is becoming sweeter. It is becoming more powerful. And George, sometimes it is almost as if we can see God and Holy Ghost just like this. Only that you know you can't see them. But the anointing is becoming so sweet. It's becoming so powerful. God is becoming so real. Heaven is becoming so real. The presence of God is becoming so tangible. That sometimes you are lost. And you don't even know where you are. And then. And then. While this thing is so sweet. And so strong. And so tangible. I'm looking at myself at the age of 60. 162, and I'm saying, Oh, who enjoy a day cry 20 years, 30 years, 
na eno ano no so pew umpew no matter how you love me this body will not stay here forever can you imagine if what i know today and the grace of god on me today i was just only 30 years and you have me for another 60 years that is why i'm telling a young person somewhere now that what i know at 60 may you know it at 30 may you know it at 25 may you carry it at the age of 35 in the name of the lord jesus christ come on clap your hands and scream like i'm preaching to you I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodanaba.com. God bless you richly.